It's also nice that it's the light out. It's, yeah, we look really similar in color right now. <laughs> I was thinking that too. We're both wearing yellow. This is green. Oh. But it's a well. yellowy green. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the, the white knights are raging. Mm. I mean, they're not like actually raging, but it's, it's really <laughs> crazy how that happens. And now I like, like the other day when I walked outside, it was 9.30 p.m., and there was like you know streaks of pink sunset mm. and i was just like completely i don't know i mean it's always like this for me every year i was just completely like unaware of what time it was like it's just very <laughs> confusing now it's that that's like that's um has a different effect on somebody like you than it does on other people what does that mean <laughs> What? That's <laughs> because you, I feel like you're more like responsive to your environment or you're you are already existing in whatever like point of time you're in and so to not have any uh indications in the environment of what time it is is like more uh encompassing for you know, I think yeah I'm sensitive being I wouldn't do yeah. very well in captivity is what you're saying <laughs> You need to roam free. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. But I don't know. It's nice, right? You get to like. Yeah. Well, no, you definitely would not be okay in solitary confinement. You would go crazy like day two. <laughs> Eight hours in. <laughs> oh, it's <that> funny. <laughs> Just like, talking to the wall <laughs> immediately. <laughs> it's kind of nice being sen- a sensitive bird. Yeah, well, I I think so. Seems like it is. I'm, I'm loving this wired feeling I get in the evening because the sun was set. But like, it's yeah, I do actually like it. It's um, I still can't really give you like a real white nights like feel update because it's like a month out from the peak, so it'll just yeah. get more and more magical. Maybe the maybe the peak of the white nights and the peak of the virus will coincide big big you guys are doing pretty nice over there yeah, right so zooming towards your peak this is like classic so because of the like tendency to hate are you snorting snort, snort, snort. Snort. because of the tendency to pay less attention to the news as like we get more comfortable in the quarantine environment yeah um i I learned about Russia being, like, really bad with the coronavirus from two Americans. <laughs> they were like, oh, Classic. no, are you okay? Yeah. Well, first was my dad. And he actually okay. was, like, more specific. He was like, I heard, you know, the numbers are going up in Moscow. Like, I hope you're being careful. And I was like, I am. I do not leave my apartment. So, well, that's not true. But I'm, like, the same as I was before. So I'm being careful. Yeah. Um and that's Moscow. And then the other was um, a friend on Instagram. Who? What does that mean? I just, an Instagram friend or an actual someone, friend, but on Instagram? Like, a actual, like not, we're not actually friends, really, but someone from Reed. Okay. Someone okay. who's right. my internet friend, okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> w- like, also commented about, like, the numbers in Russia, and I was like, Okay, it's time for me to look at the news. 
<laughs> this is literally last night. Um, Everybody outside is dead. You're like, time to find out what's yeah, happening. Yeah, she's like, I hope you're doing okay. Like, I hope you're staying safe. Um, I mean, it was a really nice message. It was like, I hope you're doing well. Like, something like, you know, I heard the numbers are going up in Russia. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I like opened my, you know, COVID tracker thing. And I see that Russia's in the second place. Yeah, what are they now? How close are they to America? Also, I mean, it's... Lols. It's very predictable. Like, you you probably intuitively knew that this would be the case, given how people have been behaving. Yeah. I was just... For me, it's just been, like, a game with, like, un- understanding why the statistics are not reflecting reality. Like, I just... And now the statistics are clearly not reflecting the real deaths so like the death percentage is like seven times lower or the death percentage that's known as the mortality rate actually (laughs) the death percentage (laughs) whatever let's get to the point death percentage is seven is like seven or six times lower than everywhere else um mostly and it's like that just everyone knows both people here who think about it and people outside of russia that that can't possibly be the case and so what's happening here is like um so i kind of have a little bit of insight into what's happening here which is like probably the most obvious explanation which is that um you know a lot of the deaths from coronavirus are just being written off as um or officially uh registered as deaths from pneumonia and that is to most, you know, journalists and, like, census people who look into it, it seems to be pretty clearly, like, um, on purpose to, you know, keep numbers low so that the country, like, looks better, like a PR move. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. so absurd. Like, the, the seven times is so absurd that, like, <laughs> like when I went on last night when I looked at, like, the ratings, I, I generally knew that the statistics were skewed in Russia and are skewed in a lot of places, but I was just, like, like, again, I had no idea we were in second place. I was like, oh, wow. Um, and then <laughs> I saw, like, it was like, silver. It's like 3,000 deaths or something. Or like 200,000 yeah. cases. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> um, but, the, I mean, it, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's that. the thing is you guys are in second, but it's still like you're so far behind the U.S. The U.S. right now, according to Johns Hopkins, is at 1.5 million confirmed cases. Oh, really? And you guys are, are at 281,000. So you got a you got a long way to go, baby. That's I mean, you probably realistically won't get to that because there aren't as many big cities, right? Is that fair? The population of the U.S. is bigger. And and Russia's yeah. so and denser. huge, so it's yeah. less dense. Yeah, everybody should just but disperse and go stand on their own square. I mean, yeah, we each citizen that, like, gets a square to stand upon. It's like it's literally like Khrushchev's like dream. Every citizen <laughs> gets one <laughs> meter square. <laughs> He's like coming left and right in heaven. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> Uh, not Khrushchev, actually. The people who actually designed his apartments who are actually <laughs> thinking and had, like, philosophy. Um, but I wanted to say something about citizens. Citizens arrest. Okay. okay, so a couple of corona updates that are funny. 
um, not the death rate, it's not funny. Um, there, ha okay, so like since May 12th, so this past week, um, mm. there's been, or past five days, whatever, there's been a like law in place that like now you have to technically wear a mask and gloves outside. Um, okay. And it, like the wording is confusing. It's like in, you know, communal spaces, but it seems to, people are like interpreting that as like everywhere and people are getting, including on the street, and people are getting fined. Like there are precedents for people getting fined for doing this. Like In Petersburg or mostly still just in Moscow? Uh, in Pe I'm talking about Petersburg law. So every region is like individual. Okay. Although the mask and glove thing might be countrywide, I'm not sure. Um, but generally the pattern has been like when Putin makes his like speeches, he says things, he's like, remember that he's like, this applies to the whole country, but like everyone's going to decide how to implement it on a city by city or region by region basis. Like, go. And he like doesn't necessarily provide details into how to do that. Um, and that's especially problematic with things like work, um, paid time off, salaries and like businesses, helping small businesses. That kind of stuff is obviously much more difficult logistically. Wait, than sorry, my, uh, my uh, internet glitched out. Can you say that again? Just, like, things that are more um, sort of serious and important, like salaries and small business loans and that kind of stuff is much, uh, it requires more detail and more logistics than, like, wearing masks and gloves for the government, I mean, yeah. for the local governments to organize. Um, so that's been really a problem this whole, like, period is, like, Putin will say, like, we need to, everyone shouldn't work, and then he, like, then there, like, won't be specifics about how it's implemented, and then people, like, there's this whole thing about pay, paying medical workers more, and then, like, uh, like, some medical workers in Moscow got, like, two rubles more or something, like, really funny, <laughs> <laughs> or, like, like, on their official salary, it was, like, plus 24 rubles, it was, like, so fucked up really absurd and then putin was like what the hell and they were like well we thought that you meant like that like there was a whole back and forth and putin and and the the i don't know the like local government was like we thought you we were supposed to like pay for overtime hours or something and he was like when did i say that you were supposed to pay for hours like this kind of bullshit it's just like crazy <sighs> wait and this is all being said like in public well, the original speech from Putin is all like when he addresses the nation is in public, and then yeah, the response about mm. like when did I say about hours was also a speech. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is my when did I say about hours speech. Yeah, and like also like, um, so the gloves and masks thing. So so the fine apparently is something like four thousand rubles, which is like what forty fifty bucks, and okay. it's a lot. Like it's not a small amount of money. Um, and um, so we know that, like, remember, what, what's this phrase? The scariness of the law is mitigated, mitigated by, the by the lack of its implementation <laughs> or the poorness of its implementation. Don't worry. Don't be scared. It won't be implemented. Everybody chant. Oh. But, I mean, some people <laughs> seem to have paid the fines but um, or been fined, but... 
in any case, there was something about, okay, there was this whole, like, uproar in media and, I guess, social media from people being like, but, like, if you're going to require us to wear masks and gloves, like, you need to provide them, which, honestly, okay, I get that, but I'm also just, like, because, like, the, the word, because the, they don't actually mean that you have to wear surgical masks. You just have to, like, literally it says, like, a piece of cloth. Cover your mouth. You have yeah. to put cloth over your like face. Like a scarf. Yeah, you can yeah. put a scarf. You can put on gloves. And everyone's getting all, like, you know, this is, like, the, this is how it works. Like, Putin says something, and then the liberal side gets, or sometimes <sighs> it's more than the liberal side. And by liberal, I don't mean Russian liberal. I mean, like, anti-Putin gets, like angry and is like well you didn't do this like right like look how they're doing it in x country which is always in europe but you're talking about liberal russian media right i'm also talking about just like people like social media okay yeah and liberal russian media but the but i mean like social media like people were like you know lots of outcries about like not just from not just from the anti-putin sort of what do we call it the opposition kind of people but um but that was sort of the complaint was like, if you're going to require this and you need to provide them. And they're like, you know, like in Spain, people gave out masks, like the police mm. gave out masks in the metro or like, it's always pointing to the West as like the example. We also would like to be able to nap every day. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, um, you know, and it's always like a little bit like too extreme because like nobody said that you would have to wear, like, again, surgical masks and gloves, so you're being a little bit nitpicky. Yeah. And then also, this didn't help, it didn't help that, like, the city installed vending machines in the metro to sell masks and gloves. Oh, no. Um, instead okay. of handing them out. And then when some... Okay. And then when, when the... Um, wait, what is Big Love again? The mayor? Fuck. I, the governor? Yeah, one of those, yeah. When... <laughs> When Beglov, um, like, was asked explicitly, I guess, at a press conference or something, like, why aren't you giving out masks and gloves for free? Because it's clearly, like, bothering the people. Yeah. Um, the people are bothered. He said the most absurd thing. He oh, said, no. what am I going to do? Check everyone's passport before I give them out the masks and gloves? Like, we have too many, like... Basically, he was saying, like, we're not like, going to give non-citizens. he doesn't you a free mask. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Me and, like, all the other dirty, like, people. Cossacks. Just, yeah, basically. basically. Because all the Central say, Asians who don't deserve free masks. Because I can't remember if he actually said... They look said vaguely pre- Asian. I can't remember if he said, like, priyajik, which is um, the term for uh, people who have come, like, immigrants who have arrived... Um, okay. but that is almost exclusively used to refer to people from Central Asia. Um, it doesn't, yeah, it's wh- not thinking about me, it's but like he about meant you, that. Yeah. Why he is that, that so classic? Like, why is that the case just everywhere? It's like the immigrants are the poor, dirty people, and then the scrubbed bird American. I mean, thank you. Working for her Chinese company. He's the governor. And I guess the Eating Bitcoin. This is what's funny. <laughs> Eating sweet, sweet Bitcoin. I think <laughs> I think this is like the he's the governor, Vigilov. I think the okay. um of the Petersburg Oblast. Not Moscow. Of St. Petersburg. Whatever. St. Petersburg, the oh. city. Yeah, not Moscow. How, one you, of the, you can be a governor of a city? Who see, knows? That's why I said mayor, because like it's confusing. But that's what we like in Russian um 
he's a gubernator, which sometimes okay. I forget. Gub. I forget how it translates all the time, but Wikipedia says governor, so let's just say that. I mean, that makes gubernatorial means governor, so oh, that makes nice. sense. And I feel like there's also <laughs> like mayor. Making connections left and right. Are you a linguist? Is the governor, the governor is like appointed by Putin, right? I don't, um, I, appoint I think you. it is. I think they are, but I'm not sure if that's true in every city always. Um, hmm. But like I'm seeing from the first Wikipedia preview that in, I think in some cities they are, but in 2019, St. Petersburg gubernatorial election, oh. um, he won with 64% of the votes. So there was some kind of voting. Um, Congratulations, big love. I would like to point out that he is actually also a Priyeji, <laughs> as he is originally from Baku, Azerbaijan. So get the fuck oh. out. <laughs> <laughs> get out and stay out. Yeah, what a fucking little dweeb. What the fuck? When did he immigrate? I don't know. I, I had. I would have to click on the Wikipedia to open <laughs> to learn nothing. I mean, so, okay, so it says he was born in 56 in Baku. Um, 56? Yeah, he's old. Old. Old man. Old. Old. I mean, not that old, I guess, but. No, not that old. Um, <laughs> Six. Let me, let me tell you, in 83, he, so he went to university, he went to St. Petersburg State University, um, and he graduated he, in 1983. So he's he immigrated the right way, which is when it was still the Soviet Union. So so he got absorbed versus people that immigrated after, which are dirty scum. Right, and also yes, Azerbaijan is not um, you know considered one of the scum places exactly. It's a little bit okay. Well, what are the scum? What's like the Uzbekistan? The stands are generally, like, the poorer places. I'm explaining how it is. I'm not saying I think that. Everyone knows that oh. those countries are beautiful and rich and full of historical culture. significance and culture. I mean, seriously. Their ve- um, uh, ethnic cultures are very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> They're very important for the global society. But, like, it's important. People to separate caucus people. People like it's important for people amongst themselves to like like Georgians are like we are not you know we're caucus people we're like not you know some we're the original whites right we're we're <laughs> caucus Asian <laughs> um, we're caucus not mountain people Asian. and the then caucuses. there's like and then Azerbaijan Azerbaijan is similar regionally and then um, uh. Basically, like, then within the stands, I think it's um, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, I believe, are the poorest, um, meaning they probably send the most people, or the most people from those countries go to Russia to work, specifically to Moscow and St. Petersburg. Um, In any case, the globe is obviously a dick, no matter what year he immigrated, even if he was a born and bred St. Petersburger, to say something, St. Petersburger is my favorite. Um, to say something like that is just like, I can't believe people, I can't believe that people can say things like that. I'm just like, you should be fired it's on also the spot, just like, literally. It's not even, I mean, yes, clearly it's racist and like 
but it's also just so dumb it's that's like, what i mean i'm sorry like it's just the it how much does a mask make cost to produce well that's how much are you gonna lose on non-citizens like like 10 rubles or something (laughs) or five just take it out of the doctor's paychecks damn exactly i mean yeah that's the thing like even if it wasn't ridiculous and racist and just like nationalist and weird like it's it's just fucked up because like you're basically being like my i only care about like my citizens being healthy not the people who like contribute to my city and live here which is like a huge chunk of people and like as though also as though if he was thinking on like you know not racist but like purely economical terms or something whatever that means like and he was thinking like you know oh well the citizens don't like contribute because they don't pay taxes like that's also bullshit because like russians don't pay taxes a b that's not true (laughs) a lot of them don't a lot of them don't pay taxes on their full income, even if they pay on some of it. And then um, B, um, like foreigners and expats, I'm sure often are putting a lot of money into the economy because they have more to spend. And tourists. Yeah. Yeah. But clearly he's not talking about you. Yeah. And he's not talking about tourists because they're not here. No. <laughs> Dead. What if a tourist gets a, a mask? <laughs> what a like annoying nitpicky way to respond. What should I check their passport? Like, <laughs> should I check where they're registered? Why don't you go kill yourself? How about that? Then you don't need to worry about it. Wait, so when you checked, when you were like, oh my God, we're number two, did you check that before you had been walking outside or after? I literally checked it last night. Oh, so. I thought you said you were walking last night at like 9.30. No, the other night. I don't know. Oh. So it was after. I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering if since like things have heated up, have you sensed a change in behavior in the city or people are literally just going about their business as normal? Um, so since, uh, I don't know about heating up because I knew, I knew about the masks and gloves more than I knew about the heating up in numbers. Um, okay. Because I just like it, the amount that I paid attention brought me that information i was able to like filter it out but i (laughs) i know first of all i don't i'm sorry to say but do not but did not have not followed those rules every time i've left the house since the 12th excuse me sir um but you wear a mask or just not the gloves or sometimes you don't wear a mask lily for shame no no no. i have a thing i have like a layer but like i don't have i only have like a few surgical masks so i only bring them if i'm going to go into a store or something like that like, mm-hmm. I definitely don't walk around the street all the time in a surgical mask. I did last night, for example, which was a coincidence that I found out about the st- statistics <laughs> then. Um, but or maybe it was last night that I went out, yeah, and saw the sunset. Everything's blending. <laughs> but I... Gloves. The gloves Love thing it. seems so stupid to me, so I just, like, can't. I just... I always have, like, Purell or something with me, and the glove thing doesn't... I like the glove thing when I go into, like, the grocery store. It makes me feel better. It can make you feel better, but it, it really doesn't, like, make a difference. I just don't... Well, no, it, it does make a difference. Like, if what I do is I get to the store and then I put the gloves on. So if I touched anything on the way to the store now, I won't be, like, touching things in the store. That's true. But so that's... I don't know. Like, in theory, if you touch something on the way to the store, but, like, I don't yeah, touch Yeah, if I, anything. like, did a handstand. Yeah. And I also don't... <laughs> I walk to the store on my hands, actually. I also, like, have severely cut down stores because I just use Yandex 
Mm, yeah, a little neoliberal bitch over here. What can I say? I think uh, um, everything speaking, that is good for speaking Corona of is that. better than... I can't remember. I don't know what I was going to say. What? Okay. <laughs> speaking of neoliberalism, um, you want to give us, give us, me and the people, a little explanation of what happened with the Telegram coin? How is that neoliberal? I just feel like Durov is like a neoliberal manifestation. Piece of chit. <laughs> I don't want to be that mean because I do like his app quite a bit. No, me too. I'm, I'm, I just like saying chit. I like Durov. I just, he's obviously. I mean, ridiculous. I wouldn't say I like him. He's yeah. a very annoying. Very annoying. We like Telegram. We've said it before. <laughs> we love it. We say it again. Um, okay. It's actually, it's so ridiculous, but it's my favorite app. <laughs> Not that I have any other app that I like, but. <laughs> well, that's really telling. Are you using all of its um, little like folder features now? No, I told you I don't, I don't have any use for them because I, okay, Lily, gross. <laughs> I don't have any use for it because I don't have anybody but friends. Oh, right, right, right. Don't body yeah. shame me just because I, hold on. Now. Okay. It's, it's not body shaming. It's because I burped. <laughs> Just because I pooped directly in front of you. That's body. Sh that's body shame. Body function shaming. Um. Okay. Let me think of where to start. <laughs> Honestly, that is a bigger deal to me. Body function shaming should be more important than body All shaming. Right, think about it. Poop. Periods. Burping. Farting. What else? Ping. 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 Nobody cares about ping. Well, especially if you're a guy. Yeah, that's but true. But in general, people don't really care. Anyway, what do you know about Telegram so I can get about the case? So I can get Nothing. Bupkis. Bupperino. I, Just I know so much about okay, it. Okay, don't hurts. like go ham, you know, try to try right. to bop along the surface. Okay, so <laughs> Telegram has been... Okay, so the SEC was founded in 1927. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Telegram has been planning to launch a blockchain platform, a blockchain and a cryptocurrency since like 2018 beginning. Like that's when we first heard about it. Yeah. And um, it kept getting delayed. Uh, well, and also say how much they raised originally okay, yeah, for and the project. So originally, they're like, okay, we're going to do this blockchain that like they didn't publicly say would be connected to Telegram itself, but that was kind of like in the, implication. the implication, and it was in early um, information given to investors. Like early documents around it said like this will be immediately adopted because there's all these people using Telegram, and then suddenly yeah. they'll have cryptocurrency. Get it? Yeah, I mean, in general, it seems like the pitch to investors or like the PR around it was like, just trust us. Yeah, like we are <laughs> off the really power of Durov and Telegram. Trust, trust us because we are like the the people who brought you VK, the most popular social network <laughs> from the Russia. people that brought you VK and <laughs> and then Telegram. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, essentially, like, yeah, we're a really good team. Like, we're gonna do this thing, but we're not gonna, gonna tell you what it is at all. Well, it's just, it's a coin. 
You're gonna love it. blockchain. Do you know what a block is? Do you know? It's an Italian block, Jane. Wait, oh my God. Have you heard about this? I might want to come back to this. Have you heard about the whole like JK Rowling? How do you say her name? Yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right, dear. I just forgot. Because I only read the internet. I don't talk anymore. Like asking about bitcoin like meme over the past few days Ugh, no I, right. i'm not Never i go on our twitter but it's just like kevin being like i'm at those eyes <laughs> and i'm like okay <laughs> sign off <laughs> love you kevin um but anyway so maybe we come back to her but the point is like when people try to explain bitcoin they're like okay so you have a miner and you block it <laughs> <laughs> it's like shut the fuck up um so telegram in order to build this blockchain and also to work on telegram they convinced a select group of private basically vc investors so it wasn't a public investment thing but like specific very rich people to give a lot of rich russians right yeah is that right like it was only um what is colloquially known as an oligarch i believe only i think 30 percent u.s investors and 70 percent non-us but i don't know the russian percentage and they raised collectively 1.7 billion dollars which was like the most a, a crypto project had i mean technically right? there's another no aos is another crypto project that over the course of a year sold tokens to raise 4 billion okay but aos is but they weren't scam. selling anything right they were it was just a standard well my dear your question <laughs> gets to the heart of the case <laughs> I'm so intuitive. Yeah. So the case, um, so what happened, like, let me just tell you what happened and then, like, how it happened. The SEC, what is the SEC, Smith? Standards Exchange no. Commission. <laughs> uh, Stocks Exchange Commission. Securities. Stocks. Securities and Exchange Commission. Yeah. Securities <laughs> being the keyword and Exchange Commission. Sports. <laughs> easy. Cats. We're losing people here. So that age, that like regulatory agency in the U.S., they regulate um, things like stocks and and investments, like securities, they're called. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Which doesn't have to do with the word security. So if you don't know this, it's confusing. People know this. If you don't know this already, then like you're a dunce. Yeah. Go go dive in a well. (laughs) We're so we're very accepting here (laughs) of all types of people. Everyone should know what a U.S. regulator, like all the U.S. regulators, like anyone who's not from the U.S., like is like I hate. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, so sorry. So, um, they this SEC, this regulator sued Telegram. They ended up being like, um, just before Telegram was about to launch, was in October 2019. They were like, wait, no, like emergency order, restraining order. That's why it's such a restraining order. Restraining order, like stop Telegram from launching its blockchain. Although okay. this whole time before when Telegram had been funding, um, it had been fully like uh, in discussion with the SEC over uh, like every aspect of raising funds yeah. from U.S. investors. Because if it hadn't, it would have been fucked earlier. So... Um, what, the reason your question is key is like they didn't just raise money so they didn't just say like just give us money um like a normal like venture capital type of thing seed stuff they sold um something that is like an iou for the token okay so they were basically like you buy 
we have this token. It's called Gram. That's going to be on our blockchain. And get it, Gram, Telegram. Oh, I get it. And it's like a little. I get it. It's like a little piece. It's a gram. Like that's imagine. cute. That's a it cute name. Cute. It, yeah, the whole the branding. Very good. Very cute. So, they were like, "You investors, you when you invest in our company, you're actually going to be buying, you know, X amount of this coin, this crypto, um, called Gram, but mm. we're not going to give it to you right away because we haven't launched it yet. So you're buying an IOU." And when we launch the blockchain and the coin at the same time, you will get the coin. We'll give you the coin of that amount. So we'll give you like a billion t- grams <laughs> because you gave us a billion dollars. Is that clear? Yes, it is clear. So, Cantano. basically, um, when you sell... Okay, how do I make this? So why the SEC sued them was... Um, like, what's really fucked is when they went through the actual sale process, which was like two funding rounds um, in 2018. Wait, what? I'm sorry. Do we still not know what the product is, though? Is it just a is it just a cryptocurrency? There's nothing like particular no, no, about no, it? it. No, it's a whole blockchain protocol, like where like Ethereum, but like people can build apps. Oh, on and stuff. OK, OK. And okay. it's going to it's like I'm saying, I mean, it's shut down officially right now, but it. Um, the full project is shut down, not just the uh, ICO. Yeah, the full project. Like, Telegram said, we're not working on this project at all anymore. Ugh, That's what they said this brutal. week. And that project includes, you know, um, first of all, it's open source. So they, their point was, like, we're going to put all of our develop, like, we're going to put all of our resources and your money into developing this blockchain, pro- this blockchain protocol. Um, with a coin, there's always, you know, the corresponding cryptocurrency. And then um, people, it will be open source and people will be able to work on it and develop it and do all these different things. And like, once we launch it, we, we Telegram might not even be involved. Like we might just like, and we don't want to control it. And we may be one of the developers who contributes things, but we may not. They like basically okay. are very aloof about it. And okay. people, so people have already like kind of, taken the code that already exists at this point and like oh they were publishing version. it already yeah because there was a test net and there was oh, a test version. okay and so the okay. company that had tested the telegram blockchain network um they've actually launched like even before Durov said like we're closing this project down they had launched a sort of separate version of it um, because okay. they were like we're not going to wait for u.s regulators we want this like blockchain to go live but of course it's what's not- the company uh, they're called Ton Labs, the, and Ton is the name of the blockchain, Telegram Open Network. Okay, so Ton Labs is like a subsidiary or was created by Telegram no. people. Not at all. No. Completely different. Yep. Okay. And they made something and, called Free Ton, which is like the the network, but it's their version. And they okay. want it to be, it's just like, you know not going to be integrated into Telegram, of course. It's not, it has nothing to do with the company, but it's using the code that was published at this point. So, okay. um, so that's happening separately. But obviously, like, the big promise of this blockchain ton is that it would be in Telegram because that's what would make it suddenly so powerful um, and popular. So popular. what the SEC... Like, the SEC was involved with Telegram at the very beginning when they started to sell these IOUs to investors. 
because Telegram registered with them for like basically, basically Telegram was like, it's possible that the things that we're selling are securities in the US because mm. people are buying these IOUs, um, you know, it's possible that they're buying them and then they want to profit on them. And that's basically what a security, I mean, there's like all these different yeah, sure, definitions, sure. but basically they're like, we don't want to, um, you know, break the U.S. law and we're selling to U.S. investors. So we're going to file with the SEC for um, an exemption. So like, does that make sense? What an exemption? Yeah. Is? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the word exemption? <laughs> Sometimes I forget like what words are technical. That's not one. Um, so they did. They filed for exemptions for both of the rounds that they sold these IOUs in. And then... And they were granted the exemption. Well, it doesn't really work that way, it seems. It seems like you file for it, and, like, the SEC publishes the filing, and, like, on the filing it says, you know, like, this is not, like, agreed upon or, like, reviewed by the SEC. Like, it's just that Right, there's... There's no, like, assurance that this is going to be valid in the future. Basically, because um, they do it and then they, like, they do it in the hopes that they're, like, following all of the right regulations. They're, like, to get an exemption in the U.S., you have to, there's a few ways, but the way that they chose is only selling to very rich investors, accredited investors. Right. And that's what they did. And they only, so they only sold these IOUs to these super wealthy accredited investors. They followed all the rules. And then they're like going along and it's coming to October 2019. And, and Telegram says that during this whole time between, they had been like in talks with the SEC. Like they had been soliciting advice, trying to understand like the best way to launch the platform that, you know, wouldn't break any laws like I mean a lot of crypto companies try to like get if they're trying to follow the law they 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 sort of like um consult with the SEC suck a little dick no it's like not even sucking dick it's like they're just being like hello please help and the SEC is just like um I mean according to Telegram the SEC was not super helpful or responsive in terms of like concrete action to take and then they're like all right so we're going along we're going to launch our blockchain in October okay. 2019. And then the SEC is like, fuck you. And just like sues them. <sighs> that sucks hard. And it's like really, and what, the, it, I have read this lawsuit. It is extremely confusing. Like legalese is always confusing, but the, te the SEC's like s claims are like, basically they argue that the sale to those accredited investors, those funding rounds, together with the plan to launch, are all part of a scheme, that's the word they used, <laughs> that Telegram is using to bypass US securities law. Like, according to the SEC, they think that the whole thing, the whole plan, violates US securities law because um, investors bought these IOUs and then this is the uh, this is this SEC's narrative. Investors bought the IOUs when they first, like, were um, what? I'm just confused. Why not just have the U.S. investors drop out? Say, never mind. I don't. They tried to do that, but like, I don't know. This this is. Let me get to. I'll try. Okay, I'll try to wrap it up because it's really fucked up. Um, the scheme. You sold the IOUs to these rich investors. 
but like the plan all along, this is what the SEC said, the plan you had all along was for them to immediately flip, the, like as soon as they received the actual coins when you launch, they would yeah. immediately sell them for profit. Okay. And they okay. would sell them to regular people. Okay. God forbid. And some of those regular people, like we're certain that some of those people will be U.S. citizens because Telegram has like been in talks with, um, you know, U.S. exchange, U.S. crypto exchanges about listing Gram and stuff like that. Okay. So they're like, you have this whole scheme where like, really you just want to sell U.S. people your coin, which we consider okay. a security. Okay. So they consider the actual coin a security, which Telegram denies. Um, and instead of just doing that, you're trying to bypass our laws by doing this whole IOU scheme. IOU scheme. So Telegram says no, our our coin isn't a security; it's a currency. Yeah, they said it's okay. a currency or a commodity. It's like Bitcoin. You know, we're not going to have centralized control over it. Um, it's Bitcoin is not considered a security in the U.S. Um, it will be. It should be regulated by whoever regulates currencies like or commodities like the C the commodity futures exchange C fuck what do they call it you know what i mean the other regulators commodities and exchange c e c commodities c it's c f oh my god this is really embarrassing futures trading commission t c f t c yeah yeah i couldn't remember the third letter this is so embarrassing oh my god <laughs> So like there, so Telegram responds like how it works is like the extremely confusing I found um, SEC claim is filed. Telegram of course delays the launch. They can't launch because they're in a lawsuit. Yeah. So like we're delaying the launch. Um, you know, let's see what happens. And then um, they respond, and they they. I honestly reading their thing, I can see how their lawyers like. Being not a lawyer, I could see kind of how they fucked up. They like, they basically spent a really long time looking at the two separate claims that the SEC had made, which was sort of like that the IOUs were securities and the tokens were securities. And they were like, yeah. well, it's really dumb of you to say the IOUs are securities. We knew that. That's why we filed for exemption. And mm. it's also really dumb of you to say the tokens are securities because they're not. Their currencies, and then they explain why, and that's what they focus on. Whereas, like the SEC's claim and what the court ended up deciding on, is that um, it was a court in New York, district court in New York, that um, it's the scheme, this whole like bullshit uh. scheme thing, and like th their lawyers really needed to like focus in on that language, and about what you said. Why, like, okay, there's a couple of ways to solve this. A, Durov can file those shits as securities. He can say, okay, they're securities, fuck. B, he can just be like, okay, fuck you, U.S. We're not doing anything with you people. I'm returning the money to the U.S. investors, and I'm not going to sell my coins to you. But the SEC ended up, like, because it was, like, too late, kind of, in the game, they ended up claiming that, like, if Ton, the blockchain, and the, the currency were to launch, it would be, they considered it, like, inevitable that they would, I can't remember the language, fall into the hands of U.S. investors, or like arrive in the hands of U.S. investors. And by U.S. investors, I mean like regular people, like you and yeah. me. And we can't possibly be, you know, trusted to make decisions about our money, so that we would be in grave danger. <laughs> 
And these things could fall from the sky into our hands without our brains deciding to buy them. And that would be really terrible and against the law. So they ruled in the end, the, the, the Southern District Court of New York agreed with SEC's claim and ruled in the end to temporarily, to, sorry, not temporarily, to restrain Telegram from launching their blockchain anywhere in the world. Like, that's what they how, said. How, but how do they, they don't get to decide that. Yeah, well. Why should they get to decide that? Well, I have a theory. Because they would sue. Well, first of all, I agree. Like, it's complete. It's like, it's insane that the SEC is trying to, like, reach its little fingers outside. It already had reached its grubby little fingers in, like, everyone who wants to deal with U.S. investors. Thus, everyone in crypto knows that, like, basically most companies, unless they're based in the U.S., avoid U.S. investors. And by investors, yeah. again, I just mean people. So, like, exchanges say, like, try to set up blocks so that U.S. citizens yeah. can't use their products. Wallets. I mean... It's like ridiculous because the SEC is so like kind of um they're very enforcement based like they're not <laughs> <laughs> they're very involved they, they're not trying to like they say that they're trying to help and they've released all these like this like educational stuff over the course of since basically 2017 since like all the ICOs but it's not like it's clear that they're just inf doing enforcement, like shows of enforcement. And this show yeah. of enforcement is particularly wide reaching, far reaching, because it's literally like we have, you know, a say on this company that is. Durov's Telegram is not even based in the US. Like, it's. I just. I don't get that. So when they appealed the decision, um, Telegram's lawyers said, like, they really focused in on the US thing. They're like, look, like, we will, how about we do this instead? We, like, set up barriers to make sure U.S. citizens cannot access this thing, like, all this stuff. And the, the like, response, like, final decision from the court was so snarky. It was like, oh, did you just think about that? Like, you just thought about the fact, that, like, why didn't you make that argument in your original, uh, like, response? Why didn't you talk about geography then? It seems like it was an afterthought. Like, our first decision stands. <sighs> And, like, Durov ended up writing this letter. Like, he, he went through a few steps. It was, like, a month between the final decision. That decision, the snarky response decision from the court was on April 1st. Okay. And then um, there were a number of, like, investor sort of communications that happened after that where, like, Durov first said to investors, like, we are in this lawsuit and it's fucked and we're trying to launch now in 2021. Um, in a year, in April, but okay. we are offering you a couple of like refund options, like basically partial refunds, or you can wait until 2021 and like some other more confusing scheme of like getting a bigger refund. Um, and he did that. And then a little bit later, he said to U.S. investors specifically, actually, you have to take the refund now, the partial refund, and you have to get the fuck out. Because <laughs> we don't want to be associated with you. We <laughs> don't want to be associated with you anymore. Goodbye. Like in with the ongoing decisions. And then the final, I don't know what was happening behind the scenes when all this is going on, but the final um, sort of news that we got was this past week on the 11th. Was it? 12th? Mm. It was on the 12th. Okay. May 12th. Durf wrote a post 
on Telegram, in his Telegram channel, on Telegraph, um, that said, like, unfortunately, we are shutting down our our blockchain project entirely. Like, Telegram is no longer going to be working on this um, because of U.S. regulators' decision. And mm-hmm. he, like, like it, it, at first it does kind of seem... I think, like, people reacted in a few different ways. Like, the sort of U.S. asshole people in crypto were like, yeah, like, don't fuck with the SEC. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, you obviously don't understand really anything. Because, like, again, this is not a U.S. company, and they wanted to launch outside of the U.S. And why didn't he just do that? That's sort of, like, for me, like, the final yeah. question. Why didn't he do it? So in his, like, post that where he announced the shutdown, he basically, in a very Durov, like, dramatic, like, riding on a horse fashion, <laughs> like, wrote a little mini sort of... argument about um, U.S. dominance, also known as the H-word. Hegemony. Hegemony. Um, the H-word. I don't think he used hegemony as, like, himself, but that's what he was talking about, and he was basically like, this is one, like, this is one of those cases where, like, the U.S. decides, you know, how the rest of us live our lives, and, like, unfortunately, the U.S. dominates specifically in finance and tech, and then he said something about, like, the, when he sort of described what he meant by that, he was like, you know, the U.S. can close any bank account in the world. It's kind of semi-conspiratorial claims, yeah. <laughs> but also probably true. Um, and then for tech, he was like, you know, and, you know, the U.S. can, the U.S. government could, like, delete things from Google Play and Apple's app store if they wanted to and then he goes along so like and then in the end he's like so I guess like in the end the four percent will decide for the 96 percent of the world um like in terms of tech and finance and that to me is a pretty clear hint that he was concerned about telegram he doesn't want telegram I mean this is this is our this is my interpretation he doesn't want Telegram to be deleted from Apple and Google because uh, then it basically won't be available yeah. in the world because they're monsters and they dominate the entire app market. Yeah. Okay. I got. I. I. I kind of have to go because I have breakfast waiting for me. <laughs> I have to. I have to go. Now. I have to go eat breakfast. Also, don't you want to talk to your family in two minutes? Two minutes. I mean, we're not going to start in literally two minutes. And also, don't you think we should? Do, do you want to react to my really long tirade? I don't know. I feel like I've reacted enough. I reacted. Well, do you get the story? Yeah. No, I'm an idiot. I don't understand. <sighs> it's like another veiled insult. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> How is that a veiled insult? Not to me, but to anyone who just didn't understand oh. my like insane speech. Uh, <laughs> no, you, did, ahead, you did a good job of explaining. I don't know. It's like... My problem with this is I don't like I don't feel like aligned with Durov at all. Like yeah, it would have probably been cool to have a a blockchain project from Telegram and I agree with him that it like is extremely stupid that the US government gets to like adjudicate on things outside of the US. But I also like don't need him to be like a white knight, you know. Yeah, I mean, right. Like, I don't not? trust and him as like a figurehead. Not that I don't trust like his 
ultimate like beliefs or whatever but i think that he gets caught up too much in like being a little icon and i don't like that yeah yeah like everyone throwing paper airplanes yeah it's like what come on we no one's throwing paper airplanes for this blockchain so yeah but, but that's what i'm saying like my like extrapolation on his words about um you know app store deleting all that shit is like he's clearly concerned about his massive app yeah. uh getting deleted more than he's concerned about his blockchain project being deleted and that's like really that it is it angers me the like power of different forces in the u.s and specifically like how not just that they exist but how they're masked in this like pseudo like this really complex language of the law yeah that they made up this bullshit like scheme thing all to keep this like what are they just because they like feel competition with the dollar like honestly it's like it i mean that's their general that's their general like strategy though and isn't it it's not like they're it's not like specific to ton or whatever they they are generally interested in suppressing any project that might be popular in any real way right because it's also the dollar i mean we I feel like we've talked Especially about this money. because the dollar is actually a form of currency, not just in the U.S. And that's like good for the U.S. economy. They're invested in making sure that there's no like cross-border currency besides the dollar. Right, right. And it's so explicitly about that. And I kind of just like I hate that like the narrative around it even is like even the narrative that Dura presented it in his letter that's like, you know, on point it's still like too white knight and dramatic to actually just point to like the reality of it and then the narrative that like crypto is talking about is just being like oh these darn regulators it's like no like the point is the like establishment isn't gonna let a crypto become popular just like that's what it is if it becomes popular it's gonna be bitcoin because it doesn't belong to someone like dura and like a company yeah that they can stop and a company company that has a platform it's yeah it's, it's it's really it's like distressing how sort of like that isn't obvious to people. Well, let me tell you, I am de-stressed. Just stop trying, okay? All right. Have breakfast fun.